Hi everyone, Sandman here. So I woke up this morning to see that five more of my videos now require additional information to be sent to YouTube in order to monetize them. One of the videos had photography that was completely done by myself. The only issue I could possibly see was I wasn't the only photographer at that particular event. So if I took pictures from a similar angle, that might have set off YouTube's bot and triggered a commercial rights notice. I'm considering creating a website to host my videos, possibly have a forum there as well. The other four videos, I've provided YouTube the proof that I have commercial rights to use the images in those particular videos. But there is no way for me to know if they will allow me to monetize them again. I just want to make sure I'm doing everything according to their rules, and can see that their automated systems are getting tougher and tougher on small content providers such as myself. So now I have to make sure that I'm taking pictures at a different angle than other photographers. Or I have to make sure that I'm the only videographer or photographer at an event just to make sure that no one else has taken a similar picture. I'm also going to try to stay away from the open clip art project. I have full commercial rights to use the images found there, but YouTube wants proof, and so I've sent it to them. Anyways, enough about that. Now I'd like to get into the main topic lesbian relationships. I find it ironic that it's usually more socially acceptable for a woman to leave a relationship if she's not getting sex versus a man leaving a relationship for not getting his needs met. There was even a court case in France where a woman won money in court because the court sided with her and said that her husband should have provided sex to her as part of the marriage. In that particular case, the ex-husband was ordered to pay $15,000 by a French court. Many people joke about lesbians moving in together after the first, maybe even the second date. This phenomenon is called U-Haul lesbianism. It's a bit of a stereotype, I know, but from the handful of lesbian relationships that I've seen up close in my life, it seems to reflect the situation fairly accurately. Lesbians tend to move in rather quickly once they get into a relationship. Now that gay and lesbian marriages are legal in many jurisdictions in North America, this has freed the divorce courts to come in and charge fees for gays and lesbians to fight it out in court, and for the lawyers to make money. The whole idea of society supporting gay and lesbian relationships has destroyed many of the neighborhoods and social groups that it was designed to protect in the first place. Back in my early 20s, I used to shoot the occasional video project for Rogers Cable 10%, which was a lesbian and gay TV show for the local public access television station. My co-hosts were typically lesbian women in their 20s, and they would cover various issues in the community. We would shoot videos in many of the offices and restaurants on Church Street in Toronto in the late 1990s, and this was before lesbian and gay culture was openly accepted by society. I was impressed that the cafes and restaurants seemed to all be original in local mom-and-pop type shops. Well, in this case, mom-and-mom or pop-and-pop shops. And the neighborhood was different than others around that time. But over the years, the pride parades have become very commercialized and politicized. Now you have the major banks sponsoring gay pride events, and most of the spectators are straight people. Even many of the participants in the Dyke March are straight women. By welcoming the straight community into the lesbian community, it has effectively destroyed the power and vibrancy that it once had. The two lesbian friends I have today 
often complain that there are too many hetero couples there hanging out on Church Street looking for threesomes with them, or that straight people in gay bars and restaurants are ruining the vibe that was there about 10 to 15 years ago. And as an outsider in the late 90s visiting such places to shoot video, I could certainly see the character and quality of the amenities in such an area and how it has disappeared. The restaurants are becoming high-end, or they're being replaced by Tim Hortons, Starbucks, McDonald's, and other franchises. Lesbians and gays are a demographic with more disposable income because they don't have children. They're becoming just another group of people to market to and sell products to. With lesbian relationships, they t don't typically last in many cases because women leave women for men. It's also more socially acceptable for women to be bi, so if women are attracted to both men and women, then hypergamy will probably be just as rampant in the lesbian relationships as it is in the straight ones. Women changing their sexual preference and biological drives are two distinctive things. There is another joke going around that many lesbian couples end up like sisters because of the lack of sexual desire and sexuality. With male-female or male-male relationships, there is typically more sex happening on average. I also realized something else that was very interesting. Lesbian relationships don't typically last as long as straight ones, and I'm not sure why this happens. On one particular shoot for 10%, I remember meeting four Filipino lesbian couples that packed a big van and were heading to the cottage on the weekend. And I remember thinking to myself that lesbian culture was becoming much more socially acceptable if Southeast Asian women were expressing their sexual preference and were not afraid to show it. Carpet munchers on the way to cottage country. I'll keep everyone posted about the situation I'm facing with YouTube. And I'll also put together another video with the MGTOW mailbag for tomorrow. Thanks for stopping by and taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.